This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your bi-weekly industry news briefing as of July 17th. United Health Group has recorded double-digit revenue growth year-over-year across its lines of business at United Healthcare and Optum in the second quarter, and that's according to its earnings report released July 14th. For the entire company, total revenues in the second quarter were $92.9 billion, up 16%. Total net earnings in the second quarter were nearly $5.5 billion, up 8%. The company's medical loss ratio was 83.2% in the second quarter, compared to 81.5% at the same time last year. That was driven by increased outpatient care activity, primarily among seniors and business mix. At UnitedHealthcare, total revenues in the second quarter were $70.2 billion, up 13%. Total earnings from operations in the second quarter were nearly $4.4 billion, up 13%. As of June 30th, total U.S. membership is 47.5 million people. There are 27 commercial members, just over 8 million Medicaid members, 7.6 million Medicare Advantage members, and 4.3 million members with Medicare supplement plans. At Optum, total revenues in the second quarter were just over $56 billion, up 25%, and primarily led by Optum RX, the PBM. Total earnings from operations at Optum in the second quarter were $3.7 billion, up 13% year over year. Well, health insurers around the country are looking to raise premiums next year, in part to meet the high demand for expensive weight loss drugs such as Ozempic. In June, a majority of payers in Massachusetts publicized their requests to raise premiums in the individual and small group markets, ranging from 3.3% at Fallon Health's insurance plan to 12.1% for United Healthcare. Blue Cross of Massachusetts told the, Glo- the Boston Globe it expects spending on weight loss drugs to triple this year compared to last year. From January through April, it had already written more than 55,000 prescriptions for Manjaro, Ozempic, and Wagovi. Point32 Health, the parent company of Tufts Health Plan and Harvard Pilgrim, told the Boston Globe it wrote nearly 24,000 weight loss prescriptions for commercial members from January to May, which was equal to all of 2022. It would have been even higher without Wagovi shortages caused by high demand. Now, GLP-1 drugs can include Ozembic, Trilicity, Victoza, and Manjaro. Those are FDA-approved drugs to treat type 2 diabetes, while Wagovi and Saxenda are approved for weight loss specifically. The drugs can cost patients more than $10,000 a year without insurance coverage. In Michigan, insurers requested a 7.1% average premium increase on the small group market for next year and a 5.5% rate increase for the individual market. La Grasse of Michigan said higher-than-average pharmacy costs were one of the contributing factors to their proposed premium increases. The chief pharmacy officer at BCBS Michigan told the Detroit Free Press that rising demand for GLP-1 drugs is one of the factors increasing pharmacy costs. Weight loss drugs, though, are only a part of the reason insurance premiums are rising, though spending on those drugs has grown faster than expected. That's according to the Massachusetts Association of Health Plans. The association also pointed to higher care costs in hospitals contributing to higher rate requests. Blue Cross of Massachusetts requires six months of alternative weight loss strategies before prescribing expensive drugs, and Blue Cross of Michigan is requiring prior authorization for the drugs to prevent off-label use. Well, four nonprofit Blue Cross Blue Shield companies are looking to reorganize their corporate structures this year, hoping to stay competitive with for-profit rivals like United Health Group and Aetna. 
In June, a New Jersey court struck down a challenge from a nonprofit and a nurses' union seeking to prevent Horizon BCBS from reorganizing as a nonprofit mutual holding company. The state's Department of Banking and Insurance improved the reorganization last November. North Carolina legislature, legislators approved Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina's proposal to reorganize, adding a nonprofit holding company. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper signed that bill into law in June. Both payers will remain nonprofit entities, but will be able to add for profit subsidiaries like provider groups or PBMs. For profit payers are also requiring provider groups, home health providers, and other companies across the healthcare spectrum. Representatives for Blue Cross North Carolina and Horizon said the organizations are necessary to comp- continue competing with for profit peers. Blue Cross North Carolina representatives also said the company was subject to burdensome regulations from the state's legislature. In North Carolina, state insurance, the state insurance commissioner and treasurer Dale Falwell both criticized the reorganization, saying it would raise premiums. A third affiliate, Blue Cross of Louisiana, will change its operating structure this year as well. The company is set to be acquired by Elevance Health, with the $2.5 billion deal expected to close later this year. Louisiana will use the funds from the acquisition to establish a $3 billion foundation to address health equity and will pay some of the proceeds to its members. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Vermont is also set to be acquired by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, pending regulatory approvals. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Vermont would become a subsidiary of BCBS Michigan, but it would retain its name, leadership, and headquarters. If you'd like the latest healthcare and insurance news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.